Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. Hello, everyone. Hello. It is Wednesday at 7 p.m., and of course, that means the Doc G Show. I am your host, Doc G. With me, as always, my two co-hostess with the mostest Mm. in the one seat. It is none other than Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista. You know it, boy. We in here. Word. We in here, indeed, Justin. <laughs> indeed. Yes! In the other co-host seat, as always, Dave Burles, Berlin. I'm the hostess with the mostest. And I mean, like, Twinkies and, like, cosmic brownies mm. and hostess kinds of things. what? Mm. Delicious. Mm. Mm. I do mm. love them. The chocolate ho-hos. I enjoy those. Word. Hey, yes. watch your mouth. I enjoy the ho-hos. Anywho, so guys, guys, I think you know one of the segments that we have on the show. It's probably one of our our preeminent segments. This would be ripped from the headlines, am I right? Preeminent segment. Oh, yes. Uh, Well, fellas, as the primary writer of the show, yes, listeners, I actually do write things for the show. What? I know right now our listeners are sitting there like, no way. Really? This guy actually puts physical and mental effort into the show. Wow. That's unbelievable. I thought literally they just got three hobos from Jacksonville to talk into microphones. So true. But no, we actually do things, guys. I actually write Jeez. for this show. Anyways, guys, I was fumbling through actual headlines for the past couple of weeks for our segment, Rip from the Headlines. Mm-hmm. And I came across the same headline multiple times. Snake spotted with two heads. Ew. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. Apparently, there are all kinds of snakes going around this country with two heads. Scary. That's a fact. Two heads. This is called polycephaly, guys. Polycephaly. And this can happen in most animals, apparently. Hmm. Now, now in humans, sadly, polycephaly examples uh, don't live too long. Doesn't live too long. Nope. Uh, but in snakes... Apparently, sometimes they can live for a pretty long time. Jeez. And I started thinking, how? Yeah! How does that happen? Like, I mean, just think right now, your siblings, right? Mm. Right, Dave? Your siblings. Think of how hard it is to share a house. Or even worse, a bedroom. Now think about sharing a body with them. Girl, come on! Like, like if you're a snake... If you're a snake and your other head decides to eat a mouse, but you don't like mice, you only like birds, Word. and the rest of the day you're burping up bird because turd face over there decided to eat something wow. you didn't want, right? What? Wait, what? Horrible, right? Who's in control of the body? Is that like a switch off? Hmm. Just like one person like, hey, I'm going to control moving now. Nope. Now nah, I'm good. And then if they want to go in opposite directions, is it like a stalemate? Are they just frozen? Mm. They're just looking at each other like who's going to give up first. It's horrible. <laughs> Can one snake read the other snake's thoughts? Like how does the, how does that go together? The brains like 
Or they're like, hey, dude, stop thinking about that. That's horrible. I don't want to think about that right now. I've got way too many stories about two-headed snakes. Yes! Got way too many things thinking about what these snakes are doing, guys, and it freaks me out. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to be a two-headed snake. Nope. Do either of you no, want to be a two-headed snake? Nope, nope, nope. Well, I guess we got to fire up our three-headed snake show. That would be me, oh. you, and Justin. Yes, yes. Three-headed okay snake that. show. I can rock we with that. Are. That's scary. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure it's like some kind of Greek mythology. Hmm. And they came across a snake with three heads. One of them was Filipino. One of them was a hobo. And one of them was a Burles. What? Right? What? I'm pretty sure that happened. I Maybe. think that was it. Nope. All right, let's fire it up, guys. You ready? Fire it up. <laughs> yes, sir. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. All right, guys. I don't mean to go telling tales, huh? but we have a pretty fantastic show. Hmm. Do you want to know who we have? Nope. Come on, tell us, Doc. We have got none other than our man, Claude, fly till I die, Lathan. <laughs> That's right. Okay. The one, okay. the only. I said, you know, what's better? We got a quarter of the season down. We might as well have him on. Yes! He'll let us know everything that's going to happen in the next three quarters of the season. And yep. we will all be smarter and we will win millions, billions of dollars by betting on all the games. Trillions. Fan. Fulfillions. Yes. Made up buku dollars. I like it, Justin. Sweet. But first... We are going to start where we always start, a birthday suit. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Now, at first when I was doing the research, that's right, I used the, the softy research. Word. Um, Just do it. <laughs> I was thinking this was going to be a tough uh, day, but there was some pretty big, there were some pretty big names. These aren't the most famous names that we would be attracted to, but they're big names nonetheless. So here we go. Born on December 5th, 1901 in Chicago, Illinois. Man, what's our, wrong with you? Our birthday suit wearer uh, learned that he loved to draw when his family moved to Missouri and a neighbor who is a retired doctor paid him to draw his horse. True story. I gotta be honest. How weird is this neighbor? This sounds like the weirdest effing neighbor ever. Who's like, hey, you know draw what? draw my horse. I'd really like a portrait of my favorite pet. And you know who I was thinking? Who better to draw it than this neighbor kid who's never drawn before? I'll pay him to draw my horse. Like, what is wrong with this guy? Anyways, so our birthday suit wearer learned that he likes drawing. Very interested in cartoons after high school. And in 1928, our birthday suit wearer created a cartoon named Mickey Mouse. Wow, it's Walt Disney. Boom! There it is, Walt Disney, of course. In 19- they own everything. They do. They own a lot of things. ESPN. They own that, of course. In 1937, he created... That's the only example I gave. Of course, they own everything. <laughs> ESPN. Done. That proves it. Yes! Um, in 1937, he created Snow White. Uh, 1942, Bambi. 
Uh, our birthday suitwear started working on a theme park. Mr. Disney started in 1954, but he never lived to see the completion. Sadly, he died lung cancer in 1966. The park uh, opened a few years later in 72, right? So true. I've never been, guys. You guys have been. Justin, I know you've been. Yes. Dave, have you ever been? Of course. It's magical. Hmm. Okay, so I'm the only loser that's never been. Okay. You Check. freaking idiot. I so am. true. I am, and I apologize to the listeners for being a freaking idiot every show. Oh. Nonetheless, Mr. Disney, happy birthday. Uh, may your park, won't. may your park always overflow with happiness. I don't know. Do you that think that's weird. real that they froze him? Wait, what? I don't know. Do no. you think it is, Justin? I don't know. Okay. It'd be cool, but we're, weird. We're very undecided and indecisive on the topic. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nonetheless, let's head on over to Rip from the Headlines. And now the news. Guys, Dave, aside from records, what do we love here on the Doc G Show? Hmm. Old people. Old people is correct. We Shut don't. up, Justin. You don't. We love you don't old love people. Them. We do. We do love them. Not love only them. do we love old people, we love old people doing extraordinary things. So true. We're big fans. Okay? So in this story, without further ado, I present to you Grandma Ruth. Say what? Ooh. Oh, yes. That's right. Grandma Ruth volunteers at seven, count them, seven Minneapolis synagogues. That's right. Whoa. She reads to preschoolers every Tuesday. And cool, cool. she volunteers at Jefferson Community Schools to hand out snacks to the school children every week. That's now, right. That's impressive in its own right, obviously. Yes! But what makes this much more impressive is that she's been doing it for the past 65 years. Wait, what? Grandma Ruth is 108 years old. Get it, Ruth. Wow. She was born in 1910. Baby Ruth has been doing a lot of volunteering. Yes! My goodness. So you're wondering what her secret is. That's what everybody wonders. How do you live so long? Well, she says, I do everything wrong. What? She, what? she says nothing that is healthy. Uh, I do none of that. She, does, she doesn't have a healthy diet. She says nope. nothing diet is in her whole house. Nope. She drinks. She doesn't really exercise. Nope. And she doesn't drink a lot of water. Nope. Right? She says she does everything wrong. Sweet. That's how you get to 108, apparently, to baby Ruth. That's what she says. You go, Grandma Ruth. Ruth I love it. Shout out and shalom to B Grandma Ruth. Shalom. Right, Happy Dave? Hanukkah. Yes, amen, amen. All I right. I don't know what to say. It's all right. Hmm. It's fine. Justin. Yo. Two guys, they're wanted. They're wanted in okay. Manchester, England for what robbing happened? a bank. Oh. Yeah. Another bank they broke story. In, another bank story. They broke into a building around 3 a.m. and escaped with roughly 1,000 pounds, the currency, obviously. Hmm. There was only one problem with this situation. It was a fake bank. Word. That's a, right. A what? It was a fake bank. Word. 
Wow, they yes. have those? Yes, the bank was it's part... It's like a decoy bank? No, the bank was part of Lucardo Escape Room. It was an escape room <laughs> where the oh. part of the escape room, one of the activities that people do is they can break into a bank using clues that are dispersed around the room. Hmm. Wow. So Mr. Conroy, who owns Lucardo, said, I don't think they realized what they'd broken into. It doesn't say a lot about their intelligence. So true. <laughs> what, <laughs> what they didn't realize was all the clues to get into the safe are dispersed around the room. That's a fact. Both robbers had masks on, although one of the robbers had the mask on, of course, on the top of his head with his full face exposed to all of the security cameras that are located around the room. Girl, come on! I mean, I gotta wonder what these two fellas were thinking. I mean, did they think this was like a secretive bank that no one had ever heard of, that wasn't advertised, that didn't have, like, signs outside? Hmm. Or did they just think that, like, this escape room was holding millions of dollars in the safe that's open thousands of times a day? Hmm. Like, these guys, these fellas, somebody's got to interrogate them once they find them because they're going to find them in, like, two hours. They got to find out what's going on with these fellas' thoughts. Uh, Dave. Yes, sir. So a cop in uh, York County, Pennsylvania, uh, catching a little heat. Um, he's he catching do? a little heat for uh, shooting a subject, a suspect. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Jeez. This seems like a, a fairly common occurrence these days. Um, Too often. But the sequ- sequence of events on this one very uncommon. So true. This one very uncommon. Uh, so Ryan Shane Smith, he uh, went into Santander Bank. And uh, he demanded that the teller give him $500,000. But he didn't really threaten them at that time. He just told them that he he needed this $500,000. And the uh, bank teller uh, said uh, they didn't have that much. uh, And he didn't have that much in his account. Nope. And he needed proper identification anyway. Uh, So he just kept on demanding this money. And he refused to leave when they told him to leave. Uh, so I got to be honest. First of all, this sounds like the weakest attempt for a bank robbery ever. That's a fact. Uh, but regardless, <laughs> they decided to call the police, right? Because he wouldn't leave. Right. So Lee Harrison, who was the officer on duty, he arrived on the scene. And uh, Officer Harrison came up and said, hey, you got to leave, buddy. Hmm. Uh, but he wouldn't leave. So he was like, all right, I'm going to forcefully make him leave with the other officers. Now, this is where it gets a little weird. Uh, the o- other officers tried to stun him with their stun guns. But apparently they're not very good with their stun guns because none of them actually were able to stun this Wait, guy. Wait, what? They missed him. <laughs> All of them missed him. So as they're trying, struggling uh, to get Ryan Shane Smith into their car, Officer Harrison uh, figured he'd take a swing at using the stun gun. Uh, he pointed it at Ryan's leg and successfully fired. Only problem was, it was his gun, not his stun gun. Um, Wow. (laughs) After he shot Ryan Shane Smith, uh, Ryan looked up at the officer, Officer Harrison, and said literally, quote, Dude, why'd you shoot me? Wait, what? I've got to say, 
coolest shooting victim ever. Literally, <laughs> bullet wound in this guy's quad, and he said, dude, why'd you shoot me? Just calm, cool, collected, blood <laughs> spewing out of his leg. Dude, why'd you shoot me? Come on, bro. Bro. Just answer the question. Just answer the question. Mm. We're just hanging out. You're pulling me out of this bank, yeah. and you got to shoot like, me in the leg. On. Uncalled for, bro. Jeez. Hey, hash it out over some waffle fries at Chick-fil-A. Come on. That sounds great. Anyways, man, Justin, every now and then, I feel like i got to read an actual headline. You know? A what? <laughs> yeah, just read an actual headline and let everybody digest uh, the headline as a sign of the times that we live in. Are you ready, Justin? Yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, quote, prisoner escapes death after phone gets stuck in rectum. Wait, what? That's the what? actual headline. <laughs> what? Hmm. I didn't read anything after that, so I can't what? give you guys. <laughs> what if he did? The what intel. if the phone never got stuck in the rectum? I, what would have happened? I have no idea why it's up there. Nope. I have no idea why it was causing death. Nope. But that's Better service. What happened? Fellas, all right, we're going to switch gears. Justin, uh, are you afraid of wasps? Hmm. No, man. Nope. No, dude, like, I feel like the fear of wasps is overrated. Dave, are you af afraid of wasps? No, I'll smack a wasp right between my hands. He won't sting me. Wow. Wow. No, exactly, dude. Wasps wow. ain't no threat. Just don't breathe. It's the carbon dioxide that attracts them. Right? You guys are intense. Well, let me tell you why you, you might, know it. might need to be afraid of wasps. Um, you? Well, would you be afraid of wasps if they could uh, take control of your brain? What? Command you to do their bidding, Wait, and what? then after they commanded you to do their bidding, uh, eat you. Word. Yes. Okay. Obviously, that's a little crazy. Well, they can do that to spiders in the Amazon. That's a fact. Apparently, yes. Wow. Yes. Apparently, that's what the Zodipoda wasp does. Hmm. I'm probably saying that what completely wrong. Yes. Yes. The Zodipoda wasp uh, does this to social spiders. So apparently there's some spiders uh, that hang out all in the same web, like mm -hmm. they live together in a big old web, and there's a bunch of them, Sweet. and they call them social spiders. Uh, so researcher Felipe Fernandez Fournier, uh, he was down in uh, Ecuador, right? He was in the Ecuadorian Amazon, right? Yes! And he was doing some research on other uh, parasites. Oh. And as he was doing some research on other parasites, he noticed these spiders uh, acting really odd, right? And he was like, why are these spiders doing things that they wouldn't normally do? This is weird, right? Yeah! And so he started to take notice of these weird habits. And here's, here's what goes down, right? This is what he released in his new research study. Uh, the Zodipoda wasp, attacks a spider, right? Mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. it lays the egg in the abdomen of the spider. Ew. Boom. Egg in the spider. Gross, right? Ew. The larva attaches and immediately attaches itself to the spider as well. It feeds mm. on the blood of the spider. And at Jeez. some point, the larva becomes developed enough to where it starts controlling the spider. They hypothesize with hormones, 
released in neurotransmitters. That's whack. And the spider just leaves its crew, just the whole group of other social spiders, and it starts building a wasp hut for this larva. Just starts making its own little nest out of web and whatnot. Yeah. And then after it's made the hut, it just stops moving and the larva eats the the wasp. Just eats the whole thing. Or eats the spider, sorry. Eats the whole spider. Girl, come on. And then the larva slithers into the hut, matures for about two weeks, and flies out as a mature wasp. Ew. That is yeah. mind blowing. That's crazy. Yeah. First of all, I have to say, I think that's easily the grossest story we've ever had on the Doc G show. Yeah, that, that got that's graphic. Gross. That's a fact. It's real gross. Real gross. Second of all, how much would that suck if there was a wasp that attacked humans like that? My God, that would be horrible. Like you're just sitting at your office one day, wasp attacks you. All of a sudden, you're just I like, I unleash those wasps on my greatest enemy. Well, I mean, like, I mean, geez. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, all right, guys, I'm going to head across the uh, street there. I've got to put a nest together. Hmm. What? Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to work on that for a while. And then all of a sudden, just a wasp eats you. Horrible. Mm. Horrible. That will haunt my nightmares, fellas. Yes! The, the Zaddy Poda. Zaddy Poda wasp. Horrible. Anyways, Dave. Hmm. Yes, sir. What have we learned about uh, shooting your family members on the show? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Don't do it. So true. Exactly. Very good answer. I would we I would say we have learned in hindsight that there aren't really any good reasons to shoot your family members. Nope. On that list, we've shot down uh, relatives eating your chips, um, relatives drinking their tea and not using a coaster. And uh, sadly, I've, I've got another one to add to the list. I've got another one to add to the list, guys. Uh, okay. A man in Cary, North Carolina. He was uh, having Thanksgiving dinner with his family. Mm-hmm. And uh, during this uh, Thanksgiving dinner, uh, they were watching football. Sweet. Uh, and the conversation turned to athletes kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, the, oh, God. The oh. son who was arguing with the man on this topic, was asked to leave the dinner table Hmm. because of his argument. So the son went to the backyard, but continued yelling and arguing. Apparently, the dad thought this would be a good time to, quote, scare his son off. So he pulled out his shotgun to, quote, scare his son off. Hmm. That's... According to the mother, the son threw a water bottle at the dad, causing him to fire the gun, hitting the son in the arm and leg. Wait, what? So let me recap. Let me recap, fellas. This man took an argument about football players he has no connection with. Nope. Will probably never meet in his life. Nope. Probably doesn't really know why they're protesting. Nope. Doesn't really know what they're supposedly protesting about. Nope. But escalated this argument to shooting his own son and critically wounding him. Hmm. I'm going to be honest. I've got to put this right up there with tea and chips. Got to put this one right right up there with tea and chips. Uh, Football athlete protest. Not a reason to shoot your own son. Nope. (laughs) Don't do it. Not, Not there. For some reason... 
I don't think this family is going to look back fondly on the Thanksgiving of 2018. I... I just feel like probably not. They're not going to be like, "Hey, you remember that time Dad totally shot you?" <laughs> oh man, <laughs> so classic. Mom burned the sweet potatoes too. Anyways, oh god, good times. 2018. Oh, good you times. can't really walk anymore. Sad. Oh. Okay, guys. Uh, Justin, Hector. Yes. Hector Hernandez. Hector Hernandez. He's from Australia. Uh, he thought he was getting uh, fat. Yeah. What? Yeah, okay. he, he was worried about getting a big old beer belly, right? So uh, he went to his doctor and asked, hey, why am I getting uh, so fat? This is odd. Hmm. And the doctor was like, hey, dude, some people gain weight in other places. Don't worry about it. You're getting fat. Start working out, right? Word. So he worked yes. out a little bit more. And he uh, actually got fatter in the stomach. Hmm. And the odd thing was, his arms and his legs got skinnier. And he's like, well, that's weird, right? So he went back to another doctor to get a second consult, right? And this doctor said, oh, uh, we found uh, the deal. Uh, you've got a 77-pound cancerous tumor in your stomach area. Oh, wow. no. Jeez, that is the worst kind of news ever. That's right? Right? I think this guy is the only guy that has left the doctor super upset that he wasn't obese. Word. He was like, oh, man, I would totally... I wish I was fat. I would totally take fat over cancerous tumor. Yes! But good to know Hector Hernandez got it out. He's doing fine, man. Yes! He's doing good. And listeners, if you want to be horribly disgusted, you can look at the, the website and actually see the tumor... I almost threw up several times. Ew. So yeah, I kind of want to see it. I'm you, gonna look. I'm gonna look at it. You don't. You don't want to, Dave. Yes, Dave, sir. Japan's population is decreasing per year. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's going down. But okay. the population of Tokyo, its biggest city, keeps increasing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Tokyo's population has increased so much that the government has been trying to think of ways it can get people to leave the city, right? Word. Last week, Japan's federal government said it's considering establishing a system of grants to get people that are currently living in Tokyo's 23 central wards to move away to start new jobs or set up a company somewhere else outside of Tokyo. Hmm. The new proposal would give people leaving the city up to 3 million yen. That is 26,500 American dollars. Uh, you know what? Wow. Yes. If the Japanese government is listening right now, I would like to remind them that I currently don't live in Tokyo. So, they can mail me $26,000 by check. Anytime they prefer. I will take my check anytime. I'm not living in Tokyo. I think, Dave, Justin, you guys aren't living there, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes! We can. I might. What? We would all prefer our checks in the mail if you could send them. Thank you, Japanese government. We appreciate it. Fellas, fellas, I think it's time to take a break. Are you ready to take a break? Hmm. Yes. Let's do it, guys. We're going to listen to a little talk. We're going to listen to a little talk. These are the guys we had on the talk. show just two weeks ago. They were fantastic. Love them. They are taking a well-earned break after hundreds of shows in the 2018 year. 
but we're going to hear a little bit off their newest album. This is CMF 9000. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show.
This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. You just heard from our recent guest, Talk. That was CMF 9000 here on Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Justin! Check out the podcast. Check it out. It's free. It's awesome. Wow. It is awesome. And let me tell you about some other folks that find it awesome. Are you ready, guys, for some shout-outs of other people that find it awesome? Where are we going? Shout-out? First, we are going to none other than Boise, Idaho. (laughs) Shout-out? That's right. Thank you for the listens. Thank you for the potatoes. Blue football field. That's a fact. Good with associations, Justin. I love it. (laughs) Very nice. Shout out to Montreal, Canada. The syrup is delicious. Yes. Very nice. French Canadian. Oh, Canada. I don't know French. What? All right. Shout out to Itapetininga, Brazil. I think I said that wrong. But as far as I know, that's a real place, gentlemen. The Brazilians are always coming in, man. Coming through with it. The Portuguese love us, man. They love us. Not the actual real, not not actual Portugal, but Wait, the people that speak it in Brazil. They love us. They they probably speak American. Let's be what? American. What am I talking about? Come on, English, English. Am I am I off of this show already? Oh Good shoot! Lord. Don't get too. It's, it's horrible. Anyways, <laughs> guys. English. I am so dumb. That's a fact. Guys, anyways, Itapeta Ninga, Brazil, thank you. Shout out to Graceville, Australia. Good day, mate. Shout out. Thank you, Justin. Shout out to Oroville, California. Ooh, Oroville, what up? Shout out. We love Cali. Always thank you for the listen. Shout out to Orangeburg, South Carolina. That's right. The home of none other than B-Bev. The freaking yes, pony. Oh, he remembers. <laughs> Justin remembers. He's magical, everyone. Shout out to Pana Vidra, especially Melissa Hartman. And who else, Justin? K. Willie. Christian and Wilson. We missed him. Okay, everybody. I was about to say. I don't understand Kay Willie. Hey, Dave, you remember that time that Kay Willie, hmm. uh, he wanted to go out to the to the, the hip-hopping bars after we ate at BJ's? I do remember and, that. And I was there, and I feel like he was sort of looking at me like, oh, Jesus, hope that old guy doesn't go with us. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> don't. He's like, he like invited he's himself, like, and he was like, don't you get that idea, old man. Nope. Oh. Don't you do yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He was looking at me like, oh, God, he's going to totally ruin my flow. All the ladies are going to just leave us because the old guy's going to show up. They're going to yep. smell the homeless on him. Loser. Oh, no. Anyways, guys, lastly, shout out to South Bend, Indiana, home oh. of the playoff contender fighting Irish. Thanks for the listens. Wow. Everywhere. South Thank Bend, y'all. Boise, Canada. Brazil, everywhere. We appreciate it. Without you, Justin would not be able to keep food 
on his table. Thank you. No rice right. on the table. Shout out. What? And wh- what? Why has it got to be rice, Dave? Yeah, what? what's up? Why has it got to be rice? I, what? Huh? Come on. Who said rice? Yeah. I love rice. You said though. rice. I love I rice. Not. That is. I do too. You didn't say rice? No. That's whack. I'd yeah, we're going to rewind that, see if that's I the said case. rice. <laughs> nope. You said what? Lice. Nope. I don't know. I don't believe that. Justin, do you believe that? Uh, I don't know. I felt like I heard rice too, but maybe that's just me. Yeah. That's just me pre-notioning it and assuming. Are you stereotyping? Yeah. Assuming gets people killed. Hmm. I had, ra- I had rice last night. It was delicious. I had rice tonight. But I'm just saying. No, okay. So we all love rice. I had brown rice. It's not rice. just an Asian. Uh, it's not just it's just not just Asians. Okay, I got it. Nope. Okay, check. Good, good. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure Dave wasn't being uh, prejudiced against the Asians on our show. I've always got to make sure that happens. <laughs> Shout out to Tuan. Thank you. One of our favorite Asians of all time. Yes. Shout out to Tuan. Okay. Shout out to yes. Judd. Shout out to Matt uh, Santiago. And Lily. Oh, yes. shoot. Yeah, Females. The Asian student connection that I am a part of, yes. I have assimilated into. Yes. That's right. We have yes. accepted I love him it. as one of our own. That's right. I love it. Anyways, guys, we're moving on to the birthday suit. Are you ready? Yes. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Born December 5th, 1930. Two in Macon, Georgia. Hmm. He was the third of 12 children. Just think about that. Third of 12 children. Jeez. My God. That's a the lot. a big family. A yeah! Sizable. I mean, they basically could be their own town. They could have separated <laughs> from Macon, Georgia and been their own town. That's a fact. Anyways, his father was the church deacon who sold moonshine and owned a nightclub on the side. Good side hustle. <laughs> Much better than Uber. Way better. Huh? Uh, his father his, his father told him to sing in the church choir, so he started singing at a very young age. He sang so loud and so hard, they named him the Warhawk. That's right. Good nickname. Wow. Solid nickname. Yes! In the late 40s, our birthday suit wearer started performing popular music and R&B. Our birthday suit wear hit the big time when he sang a wop bop a loo bop a lot bamboo tutti frutti oh Rudy tutti frutti oh Rudy huh what yeah sorry I got hit by electrical socket dang that was you know that song I'm impressed I don't know who sings that but I feel like you did it better than them thank you no no I definitely did not I definitely did not they also had the song good golly a Miss Molly. Uh, Justin, you know this person. Man. Wore a suit, played a piano, had a little mustache, hmm. had a, a, a nice, nicely quaffed hair. Yes, dude. Yes. He had that fine mustache and like that little pompadour in the front. He did. He was full of fire um, all the time, just a lightning uh, on the stage. I don't. I, I can't think of a nickname for him because I didn't write one down. But he's got to have another nickname. Uh, little Little Rick. Little Richard. Richard. Little Richard. That's it. what it there was. It oh, there yeah, it is. Very nice. Dude. Long Tall Sally was another one of the songs, but I don't feel like a lot of people know that one. Nope. Uh, I don't think that one uh, that that one hits it like the old Tutti Fruity does. Nope. Tutti Fruity's the big deal. Hit us again but with yes. the with the rendition. Word. 
Uh, I don't know if I can do it again, man. That's I pretty. Think you can. Hold up. Yeah. A la babaluba, a la bamboo, tutti frutti. Oh, Rudy. Tutti frutti. Oh, Rudy. Jeez. Yeah, there we Dang. go. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I'm sweating now. That's wow. what happened. I'm wow. sweating. I went so hard on that, that guys. Impressive. That's whack. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and more impressive is actually Little Richard. And Little Richard, we appreciate you, sir. Have a happy birthday. Yes, A happy very birthday. happy birthday. And speaking of having a very happiest of days, we are about mm. to have one on the show because guess what, guys? It's about time to bring Claude Lathan out. Are you ready? <laughs> oh. Are we ready? Mm. Bring him out. I think we are out. ready. It's hard to yell it's when the background's in your mouth. Swizzy. Oh, I like how you censored that for us. That's nice. <laughs> That's good. Very nice. I didn't have to do it on the show edits. I like it. Good stuff. Let's bring him out. Hit the sound clip. And we have none other than, of course, what we promised, NBA analyst Claude Lathan. Claude, fly till I die. Lathan on the show with us. Claude, how's it going? Mm. Great, man. Happy to be here. How's everything going with you? <sighs> it's great. It's oh, great. Oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. It is fantastic. Justin, how's it going mm. with you? It's amazing now that Claude's here. I knew it. <laughs> I knew like it. Like the band's back together, man. I knew yeah. it. It always gets Justin riled up. That's all it takes. It's a little NBA magic. Anyways, Claude, the first <laughs> quarter of the season already over. Craziness Crazy. has ensued. So many twists, turns that I know I didn't expect to see. Uh, you, of course, expected to see because you're Claude. You saw everything. You knew it. You <laughs> predicted it. We understand. But before we get to the present NBA, we need to talk about something that happened uh, on the Thanksgiving special. We had oh, Andy Frasco. And uh, I asked Andy to create his all-time Lakers team, uh, which was comprised of LeBron James, uh, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, versus my all-time Bulls team, which was comprised of Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Derrick Rose, Ben Wallace, and Dennis Rodman. So true. I then proposed to the audience on Instagram, would Andy's all-time Lakers team beat my Bulls team, about 180 people, hmm. got on this post, Claude. You were one of those people. And uh, I know you were one of the people that said, yes, they would beat my Bulls team. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry, Claude. The All people... right, hold on. There's a story to this now. Okay, when I voted, it was biased because I just wanted you to know that Michael Jordan's not the GOAT and LeBron is. No. Oh. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I actually do think that your team would win that. Real, and, real uh, quick, after that statement about oh. the GOAT, real quick, how bad do you want to stay on the show? Because yeah! you're real quick to be getting <laughs> hung up on right now. I just want you to know. No. It's real quick. I, I know that's a sensitive topic. I know that it's uh very it's hard to talk about. Very thin ice Claude. Thin ice. Anyways, continue with your description. 
So uh, the fact that um, you want to put a you know one-time champ Wilt Chamberlain old guy on the Lakers mm-hmm. over Shaquille O'Neal, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm just not you know that that's it. Now if they had Shaq, I would say that they would win. Yeah, but no Shaq, no win. Yeah, it's it surprised me. It did. I mean, I get Wilt 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 is still it's yeah. impressive. The thing that I wanted people to know about my team four defensive players of the year on that team and two of them multiple defensive players of the year so i mean come on they can compete you have a player for everything you got a player for every single position they can compete and i mean i don't i'm sorry claude but the people have spoken they have spoken from the old testament that says michael jordan rules all things basketball now I do concede that I made roughly 60 burner accounts and voted for my team on all of those burner accounts. But nonetheless, the people in my burner accounts have spoken, and my team won. I'm sorry. That is what happened, Claude. Okay, on to the you next and Ke- You and Kevin Durant, man, and Ex- burner accounts. Exactly. Me and Kevin, me and the Durantula go on at night, and we cause mischief with our burner Thank accounts. Thank you. Anywho. <laughs> Fellas, we are going to hit what we do whenever Claude is on the show. That is the speed around. Um, Claude will get the softballs. Dave, Justin, I give you the zingers. You know this. Of course. Claude, first question. What the f- is up with the L.A. Clifters? Why are they actually good? What is this? How about the Clippers, man? Going under uh, a ton of changes here recently with uh, the roster. I mean, coming out of that that Lob City era, I guess you can't say they're Lob City anymore. But no, um, look, they're great because of Boban. Wait, what? Mm. <laughs> mm. No, honestly, I love the Boban and Tobias Harris combo. That's pretty funny. But it's honestly, uh, it's continued great play from Lou Williams into his 30s, and uh, Tobias Harris actually, you know, he's averaging a career high in points around 22 a game. So he's kind of doing it all for the Clippers around eight rebounds as well but I mean look at the rest of the roster they've got a scrappy group of guys uh Patrick Beverly uh Montrez Harrell Avery Bradley I mean they're tough so uh I'm not you know surprised by it but at the same time I didn't think they'd be number one I heard somebody call them the grinders I mean that's sort of close to Memphis but I like it the grinders I like it Justin yo at uh, the beginning of the season, Rondo uh, allegedly was, uh, he spit on Chris Paul, um, which led to an altercation that you and I discussed earlier on the uh, on the pod. Um, if you were playing, would you have uh, fought Rondo for that, pun- uh, for that spit? Would I have fought, fought him? Hmm. I don't know, man. He's got a long reach, and his hands are pretty big, so... I'd probably have to pass up on that one. He, he's a feisty little guy. Well, and compared to you, he's a very big guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, wait, you I forgot. I, for, I forgot the listeners don't know. Never mind. Never mind. You're a huge guy. So like true. seven feet tall. <laughs> the biggest Filipino <laughs> man true. I've ever seen in my life. You know it. Anyways, Claude. Hmm. Are the Toronto Raptors as good as I think they are? Hmm. There, uh, I'm a little surprised, but not really. I mean, it could have gone either way with the trade. But um, how about this for you? Did I, y'all might might have seen this? Kawhi Leonard has the uh, highest win percentage in NBA history at the moment. Wow! Um, Say what? Think wow. about this. There's been really 
there's been between 3,000 to 4,000 players to play in the NBA over the course of you know its history, and he has the highest win percentage out of all those guys. Jeez. He's doing it all for the Raptors. And remember when Paul George said Kawhi was only good because of the Spurs system a couple of years ago? I do. I do. Uh, lame. I mean, that was wild. We I think we can confirm that that's not true. He feels um, a little Kyle dumb Lowry, now. Yeah. I, I would assume so. Uh, Kyle Lowry, he's uh, leading the league in assists, and you know the rest of the teams kind of stepped up. Danny Green, the rest of those guys uh, provide vet leadership, and um, it's paying off. You know, a twenty-plus win record, uh, only four losses so far. I mean, they're they're showing work. Siakam, he's looking tough. That guy. That's a fact. Good. He's looking oh yeah, tough. Pascal. Yeah, yeah, Dave. Hmm. Yes. Do you think you weigh more than Brandon Ingram? Hmm. <laughs> Oh man, it'd be tough. I'm I'm getting my winter weight right now. Yeah, and you know with the season just starting, he's getting to be a little thin, and he's already started a little. Thin. How much do you weigh, Dave? Um, I'm about 185 right now. Ooh, very Ooh. close. He it, weighs 190. Close. 190. Oh, wow. There's no way. Yes, Slenderman. 190. He is gummy. Yeah, right. Soaking wet. 190. You got five pounds, Dave. You can catch him. I believe you. Okay. Yeah, five pounds, and he's got a foot on me. Yeah, just barely. Just barely a foot. Anyways, Claude, what's up with the Boston Celtics? I thought these people were supposed to be unstoppable. They are not looking unstoppable. Yeah! How many teams, you know, have been unstoppable to start the year over the course hmm. of history? I mean, the Miami Heat, uh, the Heatles, they were unstoppable, and they, they were like 19 and 20 or something like that at mm -hmm. one point in the season. Look, it's an adjustment. Um, they're incorporating two All-Stars back into an Eastern Conference Finals squad, both coming off injuries, and obviously Gordon's was a major injury, so that's had him have a, a slow start to the year. But they'll figure it out. I don't think you can ask for a better coach and group of veterans for this situation. And nope. um, I mean, Kyrie Irving, he's he's been the one constant this whole time. I would like to see Jason Tatum kind of take that next step like we thought he was going to. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, everything else will figure itself out. I think um, you know I'm not worried about them at all. Okay, all right, Justin, I've got a two-parter. Ooh, two parts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, this past week we saw uh, Mario Hazanja uh, step over the Greek freak. Okay. So. Yeah, very, very. Who's uh, first off? First question: Whose step over was better, Mario's or Allen Iverson hmm. in the 2001? Uh. No, Allen Iverson is always going to be iconic, so I'll take AIs. It's the little man, man. Obviously correct. Good choice. Uh, second, is Mario going to regret, regret this in the near future? Hmm. Yes, because Giannis said he'll punch him in the He did. He did. <laughs> and he wasn't. He, I don't think he was uh, holding anything back. He was telling the truth right there. 100% truthitude. <laughs> All right, Claude. What's going on with these Golden State Warriors? They're the fourth in, fourth in the uh, in the West right now. What's that all about? In mm. Interesting, right? Nobody kind of saw this coming. No. Um, they're they're the only team that I've watched get older and younger at the same time. Mm. They keep signing these rookies to fill the gaps between their All Star core mm -hmm. and the role players uh, who make a decent amount of money are like uh, Andre Iguodala and, and Sean Livingston, and they're not producing at a high enough level. And uh, the stars can't carry the burden on their own when multiple of the, multiple of them are out for injury. So, yeah. uh, you know, with Demarcus coming back, that's huge for them. 
Um, we all know they're probably going to be fine. We're only you know around 25 games into the season, so um, it, once we get to 82, if it's still like this, then we can worry. But they'll be fine. It's just like Boston; they've got the the vets they need. They've been through this before. They uh, yes. just got to get their players back from injury. The Claude has spoken, Dave. Hmm. Yes. We saw a pretty fantastic game last week with the Toronto Raptors and Golden State. Durant went off mm-hmm. 51 points, yep. and then he proceeded to give Drake a purple nurple. Wait, what? Why did Durant give Drake a purple nurple? That's whack. I mean, that's like the big brother, little brother, like, I still own you, like, get out of my way, like, you're not, you're not that tough. You know, nothing says you're not that tough. By giving someone a purple nurple in front of fifty thousand people, so true. <laughs> yeah, he was he was two steps away from mushing him in the face, right? Yes, yes, I see. That's a fact. All right, guys, we are going to take a quick break. We are going to come back with more NBA action. Sweet. But we're going to hear from our guests for next week. Very excited about these guys. Can't wait. This is of good nature. The band out of Charlotte. Can't wait for these guys to be on the show. Moving fast like we need more 
And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Of course, that was of good nature. And of course, they will be on the show next week. And of course, we have none other than Claude, fly till I die. Lathan, hit the sound bite. Very nice. Okay, okay, Claude. We're getting right back into it. Um, of course. Carmelo Anthony started off this season with the Houston Rockets. He had a banner. Everything it was outside. It looked really nice. And then um, they let him go. So now he doesn't have a team. Um, is anybody going to pick up Melo? Hmm. I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I'm... I love Melo, but uh, GMs hate his defense. So, so true. Um, he can still score. I mean, that's a given. I don't think there's any, um, you know, nobody's disputing that. It's not not as consistent as it used to be. But yeah. I just think he needs to be in the right situation with the right teammates to support him. Yeah. Um, I don't think Houston was the right fit. He has oh. to be in. A, he has to be okay with a majorly reduced role, not what he was even doing as a six man. Like more than that. Yeah. Um, you know, I always said that he wouldn't fit in Houston after the OKC experiment. They did this; it was the same exact thing: two ball handlers and him off the ball shooting corner threes. It wasn't going to work. Um, I I strongly believe that the only player who can control Melo at this point is LeBron. And if Melo went to if Melo went to LA and played 15 minutes or less per game, um, maybe rides off into the sunset on a high note. But you know, who would you rather have as your your 12th man, Michael Beasley or Carmelo Anthony? Mm, I'm gonna go Melo. That's a fact. I'm gonna go Melo. Beasley has two, Beasley has two light of eyes for me. They scare me. Like I don't know what that's about. <laughs> what? Know. Yeah, what? I do like some Michael Beasley though. I don't want to take a shot at him. I like Michael. I Beasley, mean, don't. But get, I'd rather have Carmelo too. Don't get me wrong. If I was on a date with him, For I sure. could stare dreamingly into those eyes. But when he's playing basketball, oh. they weird me out. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, Justin, <laughs> yo, uh, when Jimmy Butler was in Minnesota, he had a bit of a reputation, being a bit of a tough teammate to deal with. Um, apparently, he's trying to get rid of that reputation in Philadelphia because this past week he bought everyone in the Philadelphia organization, and I mean everyone, a pair of Air Jordans. I'm talking team doctors. I'm talking cooks. I'm talking guys that sweep up the locker room. Everybody. Around 70 pairs of Air Jordans. Justin, would you be friends with Jimmy if he bought you a pair of Air Jordans? Hmm. Oh, heck yeah, man. Knew it. I knew it. Can I request or no? What, 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 uh, What number would you go with? Huh, I don't know, man. I always wanted a pair of uh of, of Space Jams, man. That's like my grail. 11. Oh, don't yes. you have a pair of Space Jams? I oh no. I'm sorry, but I don't. Space Jam. I have the Concord 11s, which by oh. the way, if anybody's a J buyer out there, the the uh the 11s are coming out again this weekend, the Concords. Uh, the eight. So be on the lookout. With the forty-five on the back. With the forty-five on the back. Dave, favorite pair of Jays? Go. Hmm. Dude, I'm a uh, black cement threes kind of guy. Ooh, classic. Classic. Yeah. Black cement threes go with everything, man. It's a good shoe. Claude, yeah, yep. favorite Jays? Go. Hmm. Starberries. Seven. <laughs> Starberries. <laughs> I like it. Fifteen dollars man. Your local. Uh, Oh, it, the place they used to be at. Um, it was in Payless. No. 
It was, no, uh, it was, uh, it, it wasn't like, it was it, like a Walmart, like Sam's Club hmm, or something. Very nice. Very nice. Well, uh, Sevens were actually the first real J's that I did get, even though they were so knocked off. I got the real ones. Crazy. That was the first pair. Not the retros, because I'm old as crap. The real ones. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Claude, we started off the season thinking, most of us thinking, Wizards, hey, they're a pretty good team. Turns out we were very, very wrong. What's going <laughs> on with the Wizards? Uh, please, uh, you know, I'm going to say this, but please don't bring that clip back up because uh, from the last time I was on the show, because man, was I wrong. You're a little confident. I, uh, we were all a little I, confident. I was. I, you know, Dwight Howard had a had a great season last year. He put up, you know, it was like around 14 and 14 for the Hornets. I really felt like adding him into the mix would help. He's been injured most of the year. He's got a lot of off the court drama going on. No need to go into that. But it's, you know, it's unfortunate. I thought that John Wall would take that next step as a leader, and um, and it just seems like something's not clicking for them. I think it's time to blow it up. Yeah. Uh, I think you should waive Dwight, trade Beal. Nobody's probably going to take on Wall's contract right now, but, um, you know, Otto Porter needs to get traded. Keep Kelly Oubre and tank. Wouldn't you rather be tanking? I mean, we're not supposed to talk about that, but wouldn't you rather have Zion Williamson over a Morris twin? I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Dave, Mm -hmm. this past week, Kawhi Leonard signed a deal to become the first basketball player to endorse New Balance. Wow. Can you think of a more boring player? And let me put an asterisk on that boring, because I mean it in the best possible sense of the word. Fundamentally sound. Lockdown defender. No sideline hijinks. He drinks basic water, for God's sakes. Can you think of a more boring player than Kawhi that would fit this chosen boring shoe? Hmm. No, man. The the only image I have in my head right now is him wearing a shirt that says, like, fun guy or I'm a fun guy or whatever, rocking his New Balance and dad jeans. Like, he is the guy. I like that. That is That should be the catchphrase. Fun guy. New Balance. Backside. Oh, Starberry. Stephen Berry's was the store. Mm. Stephen Berry's. Yes. Good memory. He thought it. He got it. He looked into the I, iron I trap, it. and Dave got it. <laughs> Claude, in the offseason, Jimmy Butler said, I want out of Minnesota. And I was hoping Hmm. for a dream of Kawhi and uh, Jimmy getting together and having a a weird, quiet team. But it didn't happen. Nope. He went along, and now he's speeding along the process of the Sixers. What is the ceiling of these Sixers? How good can they be? Jimmy Butler said that y'all can't win without me, but he was talking about the wrong team. It was Philadelphia, Say and when what? he got there, it was proven because, it, look, they needed a third star, and, and they are they're terrific without him. Losing Covington, um, or with him, losing Covington hurts uh, because, you know, that's a second-team all-defensive player um, that, that hurts. But Jimmy makes up for it because he's a two-way guy with the offense that Covington didn't have. Embiid is playing like an MVP. I mean, Hakeem Olajuwon numbers, 28-13 and 13 a game, magician with the basketball, inside-and-out game, mm-hmm. and he compliments Jimmy perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you could, if you could only get Ben Simmons to start shooting threes, uh, I think I saw an interesting stat. It was like the last three that he's taken in a competitive game was in like 2016, something like that. Um, but, it, you know, outside of the shooting, I mean, they really have it all. I would like to see if they could pick up a couple players um, who maybe get buyouts towards the end of the year for the playoffs like they did uh, last year with Ilyasova. 
um, you know, it would be it would be good to see that. But I think that a championship um, is not out of reach. I don't know if they'll win it this year. You never know with injuries. Wow. But I like them, man. I, I think Ben Simmons is too busy shooting his shot with Kendall Jenner. hi Okay. Hey, sign the petition. Sign I, the petition. Mm. Well, they get, they got on a winning streak after they got worried about that. So the petition sort of went out of, uh, out the window once oh, they started winning again. You know? Uh, Justin. Yo. An interesting thing occurred last week while the Lakers uh, were in Denver playing the Nuggets. A Lakers fan came up to JaVel McGee and asked the big man to sign her baby. Word. I did see that. Justin, you obviously are the virgin bat, so you do not have a baby. But nope. mm-hmm. if you had a baby, would you be interested in JaVel McGee signing your baby? <laughs> hmm. Probably Lance Stevenson more than JaVel McGee, but yeah. like yes. it. No. Lance make him dance. Lance will make them dance indeed. He makes me dance. Claude. Yeah. We have, uh, we've got roughly 20, 25 games in our pocket here in the season. So far, give me your top three MVP candidates. Hmm. Oh, man. Three? Just three? Just three. Um, yes! Woo! Uh, you know, I'm going to say Giannis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it really... Pains me. I don't know if I want to choose it. Look, you've got LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Joel Embiid right there. Right. So, like, hmm. I, I think I'm gonna say LeBron. Okay. Because because it's LeBron, and you know, when you look at what the Lakers haven't been able to accomplish over the past few years, and they've got you know around 15 wins, you know, under 10 losses right now to start the season. Um, you know, he's teaching those young guys. I, I like what he's done. So, I mean. But like I was saying about Joel earlier, I mean, Hakeem Olajuwon numbers, it's tough. There's been a lot of great performances this year by players, um, over, you know, more than like eight fifty point games to yeah. start the season. Um, so it's it's tough. But Ka- what Kawhi Leonard is doing out in Toronto, like that is uh, I, phenomenal. I was about to say, the way they like to do their like, is this a person's year, you know, sort of cycle through these things. I feel like yeah. it's, it's Kawhi's year. Like they're going to be like, okay. Yeah, he's in Toronto. The weather's bad I mean, there. That's Let's right. It, it's it. really, I think you'd agree with this. I think it's really who the media decides they want to start hyping up the most. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it's, it's like you were just saying. So, you know, right now the media is kind of evenly distributing that uh, publicity to each one of these players. But eventually, as the season goes on, they're going to solely concentrate on one or two guys. And I think Kawhi is going to be one of them. Definitely. Definitely. Dave. Mm-hmm. This past week, Patrick Beverly got a technical foul for throwing the ball at a fan. Uh, the fan was Don Nobbler. Have you seen Don Nobbler, Dave? Hmm. I didn't see him, but I saw the the clip of it. Okay. Well, uh, for the listeners, he looks like the Santa. Cla- dude. He looks like Santa Claus and Ric Flair had a baby. Yes! Basically, <laughs> what he looks like. Listeners, go Google Don Nobbler right now. You'll see what I'm talking about. Dave, would you like to go to a game with Don Nobbler? Hmm. You know, I'm going to say yes just because the dude sits freaking courtside. So, I mean, I can 
I could be one of those hot girls that like take lets a guy take me to a game and just ignore him the whole game. Well, I mean, so, uh, I could think it'd be good. If this guy's willing, if if Mr. Nobbler, and just think, Mr. Nobbler, that's his actual name. Mr. That's Nobbler exactly. looks like that. He's got to be willing to be a pretty cool dude. Yes. I'm guessing. He's like, yeah. I don't care that I look like Santa Claus and Ric Flair had a baby. Nope. I'm ready to watch some Mavs. Let's. All I can say is he. He's lucky Patrick Beverly didn't, one, throw the ball at him harder, and two, actually, like, go at him. Because Patrick Beverly's a bad dude. He's a, he's, he's, a, he's an angry man. He's a, he also, he's a bad man. In that same game, he knocked out Dennis Smith Jr.'s tooth. So, you know, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Imagine if that was Don Nobbler's face. Exactly. That would be a messed up Santa Claus slash Ric Flair. Horrible. Word. All right. Claude, last question. With all that we have said, all that has happened, all that has accumulated in this 25-ish games that we have had, Golden State Warriors, are they still winning the championship? Hmm. The Phoenix. No, I'm just what? kidding. What? Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. Huh? Oh, man. No, not <sighs> okay. that. We won't have any twists like that this season. <sighs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I say I have to always say this when I talk about uh, teams winning championships, it starts with barring injury, right? Yes. So, barring injury, of course, I do see them winning the championship. I think that by the end of the year, it's like I said earlier, by game 82, they'll have their players rested. These coaches know what they're doing. They've been to four straight finals. Um, you know, they, they know exactly what they're doing. So, I think that, um, you know, they will win, but I, I do see the dynasty coming to an end. Um, I don't think it'll last too many more years. I think with Andre Iguodala kind of getting older here, he might he even said it. He might have one more year left with him. So um, once they start to lose that, Kevin Durant may branch off. Uh, they're not going to be able to resign DeMarcus Cousins if somebody, you know, if he wants a max and somebody offers it. So I do see them splitting up. I, I would like to see Draymond and Clay and Steph remain there and uh, kind of keep going with what they had originally and, and see what they could do. But I do see the dynasty coming to an end after a championship. There it is. You heard it, folks. Another championship from Claude Lathan. So you can go ahead and put it in the bank. That's what Claude said. Put it in the bank. Not like that wizard thing. Don't take that out. Take that out of the bank. <laughs> Sell that off. That's not important. Claude, I want to yeah, thank yeah. you for being on the show once again, man. Happy, happy to be here. Um, always a pleasure. You know, when we first started doing this a couple of years ago, I fell in love with the show. Mm -hmm. and happy to always be able to come back and do it. Amen, man. And, of course, we're going to have you on again in probably about a month or so. Got to break down that all-star break, man. Sweet. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. And the games are so much more competitive um, after the changes. And, you know, I think last year was uh, a great example of that. I cannot wait. Who knows? I think we're close enough. We're all close enough. What, what, what say you we go up to Charlotte and we just sat outside like a bunch of wackadoos doing our show? What about that? <laughs> I'm down. I know it. How about you guys? Dave? We're in. We're in. You already know. Okay, let's do it. Guys, we're going to take another break. We're going to hear one more time from Talk. This is Informant on the Doc G Show.
And we are back. Big ups to my man Claude one more time for being on the show. Thank you, Claude, very much. Always a freaking pleasure yes! with him. It is. It is. And he's so he's he's so so generous with his time yes! and so complimentary of our show. Yes! So complimentary. Thank you, Claude. Anyways, guys, we also had a great song from Talk right there. That was Informant. Loved it. But we got to finish this show up and we got to finish it up right. Birthday suit time, guys. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I am. Got this. Here we go. Born on December 5th, 1985. Hmm. Same year the Jordan Company was born. Very nice. Oh, wow. Yes. And yeah, suck it, Claude. Yes! In College oh, Park, geez. Georgia. Our birthday suit wearer attended John McCurkin High School in Power Springs, Georgia. Our birthday hmm. suit wearer loved basketball from a young age. In high school, he played alongside Dwight Howard and Randolph Morris, two future NBA players. His senior year, he transferred to Oak Hill Academy. Hmm. He then committed to Indiana University, but he decided, you know what? I'm not going to college. I'm going to go directly to the NBA. He was drafted by the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, yeah, I think I know who this is. Who I is think it? I know who this is. Josh, Josh Smith. Smith. Oh, my gosh. I underestimated you guys. Oh, I'm let's sorry. Go. Yeah. I, I honestly, yeah, I, I think I got it from the uh, Dwight Howard. Uh, my goodness. Hit. Well, Josh Smith, he won the Slam Dunk Contest 2005. Played nine years for the Hawks. Then he went to the Pistons, then the Rockets, then the Clippers, then the Rockets again. And he last played for the New Orleans Pelicans last year. Hasn't played since then. So, so true. I think it's retirement for Josh Smith nowadays. But he had a good Exciting career. Very good though, career. Yeah. Very good career. I like Josh. How about you guys? I liked him. He's a good yeah, player. I loved watching yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Made some made, made some money in the NBA. I think he can enjoy his retirement. I think so. That's a fact. I think so. Yeah, I think he'll live a little comfortably. Very nice. Very nice. Well, uh, Josh, live very comfortably on your birthday, man. Live it up. Have a happy birthday. Yes! Uh, fellas, it's been a good show. We've got great shows coming up, as I mentioned in the show, of good nature. They're coming up next week. Can't wait for Sweet. them to be on the show. It's going to be fun. We're going to talk it out. We're going to talk about tours. We're going to talk about their jams. We're going to talk about just all kinds of fun things. We're going to we're gonna have driving and crying on the show. Of course, we're working <laughs> out the deets of Lonely Highway. We're going to work our way through that one. Of course, they're going to be on the Christmas special right That's before right. Christmas. They're headed up to Syracuse for a bunch of shows. That's how big of a deal they are. Ooh. Yeah. Dang, Dalton. Yeah, exactly. Living in Nashville, going to Syracuse to do some Christmas shows. I can't believe it. They're doing big things. We're going to have them on the show. It's going to be a good time. But until then, fellas, we're going to have to uh, close up shop. I've been your host, everybody. I've been Doc G, the guy with the, I don't know, golden mic? Huh? That? No, it's silver. Nope. Anyways, we'll I've we'll been your host. It's been close enough, whatever you want to call it. With me, as always, co-host, Justin, Virgin Bat, Evangelista. It has been a pleasure, folks. It has been. And in the other co-host seat, Dave Burles Berlin. Hate to see y'all go, but love to watch you leave. Yes! Mmm. Sexy listeners. I don't know. I think Drake. I, 
to think I just verbally assaulted them. I'm sorry, guys. Yep. You're, and they're you're, gone. You're moderately attractive, or any type of attractive that you want to be. Huh? If you don't want to be attractive, don't be. Word. I don't know where I'm going what? with this. I always derail at the end. I'm sorry, guys. Hello? It happens. <laughs> uh, until next week, zip it up and zip it out. Zippity-doo-dah.